You're listening to the Wave of Praise Christian Radio. Catch the wave. Catch the wave. and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, Twyla, how are you doing? Hey, LJ Renee. I am blessed and highly favored of God. You know what? It is a, it is a great uh, time to be alive. I think the news that you have is the best news of all news, though, that you have now uh, moved into another uh, area of life, another uh, another another chapter of life into retirement. I'm so jealous, but congratulations! Uh, don't be don't be jealous of me, honey. But I do I I I, I do I I'm glad that I'm in retirement. It, it, it's it's get I got to get used to it though. But um, I get up just a little bit later than yes, I used you to. Do. I know a little bit late for the six a.m. prayer call. Oh no 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 no! Don't start there. But at any rate, I, I do. And then, you know, it's just some things that I'm able to get done. And I just don't have to rush like I used to. So I, I'm, at, I'm glad about that. And I'm happy that to see what God is going to do in this next season, in this season. I'm not going to say next. I'm in, in it now. You well, know. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm in it now. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it, as they say. So, um, you know, just excited to see what God is doing. And, um, you know, he's been speaking some things and uh, been reading some scriptures. And it's like, okay, this excitement, you know, what's what what is happening? What is he saying? So I'm in great expectation. You know, before we get to the scripture, there's a couple other pieces of news that I wanted to make mention of um, that's uh, pretty prominent. If people haven't heard that a seat on the Supreme Court is being vacated as one of the justices are is retiring. And so we'll go through this uh, seems to be unpleasant process in our country now, but hopefully we will see more civility now that the tables are turned and uh, the other party is going to nominate someone, even if you don't like the candidate and you disagree with them philosophically and politically, you don't have to uh, lower yourself to the base element of our nation and attack people's character and bring false witness or even bear false witness yeah and bear <laughs> false witness yeah. so my prayer is that um whoever's appointed whoever's nominated that the process is civil the process is adult like and you know when it's all said and done 
that whoever is nominated, whether they are confirmed or not, that they leave with their dignity intact and their character untarnished from the process. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so I hope that we can do that. And then the last thing is uh, this, this evil demonic spirit of sickness and disease called COVID continues to rage on. And I have to believe that it is because uh, we as a people in this nation have not done the necessary thing that God has left on record for us to do uh, to get our nation, our land healed. And that is, and we the people of God lead that, that charge, that command of humbling ourselves uh, under his mighty hand, turning from our wicked ways, seeking his face in prayer and watching him faithfully respond by healing the land. So I pray, I put this challenge to every believer. Let us as a people of God, let us get into uh, the scriptures and turn from our wicked ways and seek his face in prayer and acknowledge him in all that we do. And Pray that intercessory prayer that God would have mercy upon this nation because God forbid that we have to go back through uh, lockdowns and, and all of that ridiculousness. So yeah. we curse, we curse a, the curse. We curse yeah, the curse. Absolutely. It's unfortunate that people are using these crises and situations to really restrict people's freedom uh, or just to have gain control. I mean, we, we really are not even talking about the things that are really uh, the lengths that people are gone, going through in our leadership to crack down on things. And so uh, I, I, that is my prayer because it, it's gotten out of hand. It, it's gotten out of hand. Enough is enough. Enough. And, and you know what? I believe that's the theme that everybody's be from the schools, from businesses, from, you know, whatever people are saying enough parents enough is enough. And so I, that's where we are. Enough is enough. And so, well, listen, today we're going to talk about, you know, spiritual gifts. And um, I've been reading out of first Corinthians uh, 12 and it really outlines uh, the, the, the various gifts and also it outlines the purpose of these gifts. And as I read them, I, it was my prayer that these gifts become, they are manifested in the local body, in the local church, but they're not only confined to the church, but they're also, conf- they also are to be manifested to the world so that the kingdom of God can be advanced so that people will know that God is real. And it draws people back to God because, you know, to reconcile uh, people to God through Jesus Christ. And that's the purpose of the gift. And so that's my prayer that pastors, um, that they would be open and, and discerning of the members in their body who have these gifts or begin to start teaching it to stir it up in, in the individual, to stir up. Uh, that gift that person might say, you know, I believe I have this gift or they begin to seek God for it. So that that's my prayer. And I really believe that that's the reason why I keep concentrating on this too. So I'm going to read from first Corinthians 12 and I'm going to start at um, the, um, it says this verse here, uh, I believe it's the uh, eighth verse, I believe. 
But anyway, I'm so sorry. It says the Lord Yahweh is one and he is the one who um, portions to believers different varieties of ministries. And just be mindful, it says that he is the one that distributes or appropriate, you know, apportions to believers different varieties of ministries. It says the same God distributes different kinds of miracles that accomplish different results through each believer's gift and ministry as he energizes and, act, and uh, activates them. Uh, each believer is given continuous revelation by the Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself, but all. It says, for example, the Spirit gives one the gift of the, of the word of wisdom. It says to another, the same spirit gives the gift of the word of revelation, knowledge. To another, the same spirit gives the gift of faith. To another, the same spirit gives gift of healing. To another, the power to work miracles. And to another, the gift of prophecy. And to another, a gift to discern what the spirit is speaking. And to another, the gift of speaking different kinds of tongues. And to another, the gift of interpretations of, some, of tongues. It says, remember, it is the same Holy Spirit who distributes, activates, and operates these different gifts as he chooses each believer. Now, that's what the Bible is saying in 1 Corinthians 12. And it explains, as you heard, what these giftings are. And then it goes on to really... Um, define what these gifts are as well and so my prayer again like i said is that we be, that we operate in those gifts that those gifts are manifested that people may, may know that uh that god is god and know and, and that the kingdom of god will be advanced amen amen and i'll pray over this word dear god we thank you for this uh, message. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you, Father, for the visitation of your Holy Spirit. And even as we share these words, we thank you that they will illuminate uh, the understanding of those who hear and that they will be healed, Father, of whatever it is, God, that they need healing and help for. We thank you, God, that these words, uh, they are life. These words that we speak, they are life. And Father, all that receive them, all that hear them and receive them, Father, that life will uh, uh, occur in their situations, that the gifts that you have placed in them will be awakened, that they will move by your spirit and exercise, oh God, the gifts, Father, that they will have a place where they can exercise those gifts. They will have uh, those that they can look to, to see who operate in proficiency in those gifts, Father. And we thank you now that the body, oh God, will be blessed because everyone is fitly joined together and doing that which, Father, they have been called to do, supplying to the body what they have been given to provide. We thank you now and we glorify you. We bind the spirit uh, of confusion and lies that come, oh God, to deceive and to manipulate and to and to cause fear in the hearts of people, to cause them to draw back and be hesitant. And we lose the spirit of faith, oh God. And that, that a warrior spirit, that they would be uh, 
desirous to move in the things of God, to learn about the things of God, and never be afraid, Father, to step out on faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, in this, we can continue on. Uh, I did name is nine gifts that's distinguished by the Holy Spirit. So real quick, let's just go briefly. This is real brief, though, over what these nine gifts are. One of the gifts is the gift to speak in an unknown language or an unknown tongue. So that mm -hmm. is that is the um, gift that God gives you where you can supernaturally speak in an unknown tongue, edifying God, glorifying God. And when the interpretation comes, which is another gift, but when the interpretation comes, then you'll hear that edification, but it's just the ability to speak in a language you have not learned as the spirit of God gives you utterance. Yes. And so then the next one is like you talked about before is the interpretation of unknown languages is like this by the spirit of the Lord. You, you can, you can interpret the unknown language, whether it's heavenly or earthly, um, you know, because there was a time in the Bible where the people heard in their own language. So they were able you know, to hear what the spirit of God was saying. And then there's times when um, you speak in a heavenly language and it's only between, it's between you and God and we call them speaking in tongues. So, yeah. Amen. And the gift of discerning of spirits. So we do know that there is a very real unseen supernatural realm that we uh, dwell in or amongst. And God will often give his believers the ability to discern or understand and know what spirits are operating in that unseen realm, oftentimes uh, through, most oftentimes through other people. So he, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, at one point he looked at his disciple and he said, get thee behind me, Satan. So mm -hmm. he was speaking to the spirit. So that is the ability to know what spirits are operating uh, in the unseen realm, oftentimes, most time through people that you physically yep. see. Yeah, that's good. The next gift is the gift of faith. And uh, how it works is you have extra faith. It boosts um, morale when other faith is low. And so um, to give, you know, to give a brief example is basically is that uh, you're encouraging people. You are speaking faith because, you know, they're discouraged but you have that special gift that imparts faith in an individual by the encouragement or speaking the word of God uh, by the spirit of the Lord. So that's the gift of faith. It boosts morale when others' faith is low. That's powerful. Amen. The gift of knowledge is really your ability. God gives you the supernatural ability to know things that you would not have otherwise known had he not given you that understanding or that inspirational knowledge of what that is. You don't know, how did I know that? You know that because God inspired your heart uh, to, to with that information of what it is he is uh, giving you that gift of knowledge concerning. Right, the gift of wisdom is you receive godly understanding and practical knowledge that leads to success. That's powerful. It's useful for yourself and when counseling others. And I tell you, when we when we get to uh, doing, you know, the explanation of it, I have a powerful uh, description or uh, an, an actual thing that actually happened that just came to mind about this. So. Amen. And the gift of healing—that uh, is uh, when God uses 
you as an individual to manifest the supernatural healing that only he um, provides. So God will have you oftentimes speak by faith, pray by faith, lay hands by faith, and then he uh, fulfills his promise by manifesting healing uh, to those for whom you lay hands on, pray for, or speak to. Mm-hmm. And the gift of miracles is extraordinary things happen uh, through you to solve problems. So, I mean, that extraordinary things happen through you to solve problems. And we'll give more examples that example of that as we uh, go to the description of each one of these uh, uh, gifts. But in extraordinary things happen through you to solve problems. And lastly, the gift of prophecy. So that is um, what God does, uh, what God manifests in and through you when he gives you the ability to speak forth the mysteries of God about things um, that are past, present, or in the future. So he Mm -hmm. reveals Mm -hmm. to you supernaturally the ability to see and speak about the mysteries of God of things that that you would not normally have known and typically that have not happened or that have happened, but you would not have been able to know had he not given you that uh, revelation of it. So it is prophecy. Yes. And, you know, and going back to getting more in depth into uh, uh, the giftings and when I read the, the gift of wisdom, it says you receive godly understanding and practical knowledge that leads to success. But I just want to give you one example of, uh, and, and, and it's useful uh, for yourself and when counseling others. And if you, are, if you are a counselor, particularly those who are listening, if you are a counselor, this gift here is, is so powerful that what you really are trying to do is get to the root cause of an individual's problems or the reason why they're acting the way that they are. And so if God gives you that understanding uh, of this individual, then uh, they can understand or, or it'll bring a conversation or out or they'll begin to start talking about or going a little bit deeper as to maybe what happened in their childhood uh, as a result of you having the gift of wisdom. Just to give you an example, um, I was um, talking to or I was at a conference and uh, this lady was she dealt with young people and uh, she, she was a counselor at a um, youth home. And this woman did not have a degree in counseling at all, but she was to counsel the parent and the child. And so in a separate counseling situation, she just had the, the, um, the parent in the room and the spirit of the Lord began to start speaking to her and showing her actually what was going on in the home and why this, why the child was the way that she was. And when she began to speak it out to the parent, they broke the, the wife broke down and start confessing to the issue that yes, this is the problem. This is that, that incident did happen. And as a result, they were able to counsel the parent, counsel the child and bring deliverance. And I remember that, that particular incident, and this happened some years ago when I heard that. There's other examples as well. But that particular one where we talked about the gift came up um, as an example that because of the gift of wisdom, the God revealed what the root cause 
of this child's problems and the activities that were going on in that family. Amen. I mean, yeah, he will, he will use these gifts to, uh, that's how we are effective in ministry. Mm-hmm. So I want to make mm-hmm. sure that as a body of Christ, uh, that, you know, the Bible says we are fitly joined together and each one of us is providing uh, to the body, to the rest of the body, that which God has put in us and given to us to be our portion. And that's why we need to make sure that if God, whatever gift God has blessed you to flow in, and many people flow in multiple gifts, but whatever gift or gifts he has blessed you to flow in, you are doing a disservice to the rest of us if you withhold that gift or are not flowing in your gift. There might be a word of wisdom or knowledge I need from you. There might be a healing mm-hmm. I need from you. There might be a prophecy that's going to get me over this hump that I'm going through. But if you withhold that or don't exercise your gift, don't move in your gift, then there's something that's going to go missed because you are not doing the part that you're supposed to do. Everybody's here for a reason. No, nobody's here taking up time and marking time. You are here for a reason and for a purpose. And we need to find out, uh, you know, the Bible says that I follow after that I may, in other words, I seek after, I look for to understand why did you save me, dear God? Why did you arrest me? Why did you accost me? And when I find out why he did, then I'm going to spend the rest of my life accomplishing that cause for which he saved me. Everybody's been saved with purpose and on purpose. And we need to fulfill that purpose when we find out what it is. If you don't know what it is, even now say, Lord, reveal to me the purpose for which you saved my soul. Some of you, I would, I would venture to say, some of you who know, who say you don't know what it is, you know what it is, but you don't like what you know, but you can't change mm. You don't get to pick and choose. You can't change it. And you and you holding out and delaying moving in what he called you to do is not going to change it. This is no, I, he said the gifts are, the gifts are unrepentant. He gave I it remember to when I was a kid yeah. and uh there would be something I didn't want to eat on my plate. And I remember my, my mother would say, You guys are gonna sit there till you eat that. And you could fall asleep at that. That's the only way you ain't going to eat that food. You're going to fall asleep at that table because you are not getting up or you sneak it to the dog or sneak it back in. I snuck a lot of stuff back in the pot when my mother went (laughs) out the room because I wasn't going to eat it. And if I wasn't going to eat it, I wasn't going to get up from that table. And so, listen, you can you can procrastinate all you want is not going to change what he called you to do, what he gifted you to do, what he placed in you to do, and what he's commissioned you to do. So you might as well go on and get that surrendered heart and say, Lord, Lord, I surrender. Whatever you want of me, from me, through me, by me, I say yes to your will. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I was even, when you were talking, my mind went to um, this one scripture that says one body with many parts. And it says, just as the human body is one, though it has many parts that together form one body, so too is Christ. It says, for by one spirit, we all were merged and mingled into one single body. And no matter our status, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, oppressed or free, we are all privileged to drink deeply to the same Holy Spirit. 
And it says, in fact, the human body is not one single part, but rather many parts mingled unto one. And basically it was, it is basically saying that there are many giftings in the body of Christ for the purpose of, for one purpose, one or to glorify God and to bring people to Christ. And so when we, when all the gifts in the church, church are functioning, then we are functioning as one. And so it even gives a, uh, an example here when it says that the most vital gifts or the most um, important gifts, or maybe I shouldn't use that word, but is the one, the gift that you cannot see. And so when we think about the body, the things that we cannot see is the vital organs that are inside of us. But those are the most, we can't see them, but know this, if they weren't there, the heart, the lungs, um, uh, the stomach, intestines, and, the brain, the spinal cord, if they weren't there, we would not be living. We will not be able to function. And those are the most vital parts. But I, I didn't want to use the word important because there's not one that we honor over another, but it gives a description of basically of those gifts. So we can't say to one person, you know, I, you know, sometimes people covet gifts. You know, I can't prophesy. Uh, I can't heal, but that's not what God is calling us to, how God is calling us to look upon this. He's look, calling us to look upon that gift that he's given us to seek his face for those gifts and to operate because when that gift is missing from the body, then, then uh, it, it impacts the body, basically. When these gifts are not in full operation, then it, it impacts our effectiveness uh, for us to do the work of the ministry. Amen. Amen. We want every gift fully, every, gift. Through every vessel. And, and there should be, there is not one person that God unleashes in the body of Christ that he has not placed in you ministry, calling gift and purpose. And you should be util, You should be seeking after first to understand what it is that he has for your life, what it is that he expects from you. And then with all of your strength and might and soul, you should spend the balance of your days looking and seeking and fulfilling the will and the purpose of God in your life. Absolutely. I, I Just to give an example, um, there online, if you look up spiritualgifts.com, uh, I believe that's what it's called, um, you know, you can, they'll ask you questions and you answer them uh, honestly, and then at the end, they'll give you a list of those gifts and the priority uh, of those gifts. Um, and I would recommend that you use at least three um, spiritual gift assessments and see how consistent you're the, in those gifts you're, you're flowing. Say, for instance, um, I did three of them. And every one that I had done, um, there were three top ones that always fell in, well, it was three giftings that always fell in the top three, you know, it, one, two, three, or it could be the, you know, it was always those two that those three that was in the same ones were in the top three. Um, and so I could see even within my own self and the things that I've done and how the spirit of the Lord have operated. I can see where it would be in the top three because um, 
I mean, that's the roles that I really function in at the church, in the church. But there were some gifts that I was more weaker in, and I laugh about this. And one of them was the gift of mercy. And I laugh about that all the time because, you know, you said, Lord, give me, give me mercy. But try to try at least three of those assessments and see where you are and pray about them. Because the Bible says, as Paul told Timothy, he says, stir up the gifts that's within you. And so as a result, when you begin to start getting knowledge of the purpose of these gifts, then God can open you up even the more so that you can see those gifts manifested in your life. Those gifts can be used at the grocery store. We use that uh, example often. It could be on your job. You could be sitting in the park. You could be sitting in the parking lot, anywhere, anywhere. And God begin to use you in, 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 in any one of these gifts to, to reach somebody, to let them know that God hears you. God wants to heal you. Any, anywhere you are, these gifts can be utilized. Amen. And when you see, when you see other people proficiently operating in a gift that you uh, believe that you have, that God has placed in you, you should take note, just like we would do yes. else when, when a great, when someone wants to be a great basketball player, they go and watch video and footage and live, uh, of practices of those who are already proficient and great at what they want to do. If you want to be a great tennis player, you go watch the ones who are great or have been great at that sport. So when you believe that you know what the gift is that our gifts are that God has placed in you, then find those who operate proficiently and effectively in those ministry gifts and watch what they do. And if you have opportunity, speak to them and you're not going to copy them, but you should use them as an example of what it is you need to do and take lessons from them. If they, if you have opportunity to learn from them one-on-one, Elijah uh, did not leave the earth until he trained Elisha. Uh, Paul mm. did not leave the earth until he trained Timothy and a whole bunch of other folks. Jesus did not leave the earth until he ch- trained the disciples. So there, this is this is a plan and a will and a process that God ordained is that we would teach others in the ways of God and in the things of God and the lessons. Uh, that pertain to the spirit of God. So it's okay if you find people who are operating in the gift that you believe that God has placed upon you. It is okay to speak to them, to watch them, to learn from them, and to want to do what they do. But as the the, the kingdom of God goes, you will do even better because God... Oh. God makes you the latter end greater than the former. So he just keeps built and it's necessary because the days grow more evil and more wicked. So the power of God in us needs to be even uh, more demonstrative and greater as we live in these latter days. So it is okay. And, and I encourage you to do the same. And, and, if, and if you don't know, ask somebody like, look, I believe God gave me the spirit of the gift of wisdom. And do you know anyone that operates proficiently in the spirit of wisdom? Ask somebody. Absolutely. And you know what, Twyla, I remember the time and and I'll just say this, you know, we can read about it. We can uh, teach on it, but the activation or, or to 
exercise it is another thing. Remember when we went to, it was a John Eckhart's um, session, workshop, and he had us to break off into groups. And then he began to, he said, now prophesy to the individual. You know, we broke off in groups. We then in, in the groups, we went to uh, by twos. And I can remember, and I'm telling you, you get nervous because now you're saying, what if I don't do, what if this is not right? And the Bible says, exercise your gift. You know, how would you know that what you're doing is right or wrong? You know, and so we were in that group. And so uh, the girl that I was supposed to be prophesying to, uh, she had her back towards me. And I think that's what he told me. He said, you know, have one, the back, you know, have the person in the front, their back is to you. And so um, I'm standing there and I'm, I'm telling you, if I could sweat bullets, bullets, uh, that's what I would have, uh, that's what I would have done. And uh, all of a sudden, as I yielded, I began to start singing to this girl. And as a result, I can't remember what I, what I, what was the words, but I know it was from the spirit and the girl broke down and cried and sobbed. And finally, when she was able to start talking, she said the spirit of the Lord had told her uh, yesterday, the day before that he wanted her to start singing, to release the song in her. Now, I didn't know that. I just yielded to the Lord cast fear to the wind. And just when I thought I was going to say something to her, a song came out. And that was exactly what she needed to confirm the word that God has spoken to her the day before. Amen. And that that's, that's why these gifts are there is because it reaffirms, ultimately it reaffirms our confidence and faith that we have in God, because we realize he loves me so much that he took a yes. total stranger or someone that might not be a total stranger, but that totally does not know this, the information that they are speaking into my life because I've not shared it with them. And only I know it and God knows it or a total stranger that could never know these things about me. And he put in them this information that I needed to encourage my heart, to confirm what he had spoken to me, to remind me of how much he loved me, to speak into my life or whatever it is he did, to heal my body, uh, to manifest uh, the power of God in my life. He, he did that just for me. So it's another way. It, in, at the end of the day, it is another way for God to demonstrate his wondrous love toward us. Absolutely. And to fulfill a need. Remember, we were talking about the gifts of miracles. Remember the miracle that, um, that God did? We said men of God multiplied food and resurrected the dead. You remember when, um, you know, the people were coming to hear Jesus speak, but, uh, you know, they, when it was time to feed them, they didn't have the, the, the food to really feed them. Remember that? The, the situation in the Bible. And God and Jesus prayed over it, and it, and it said it fed it it fed, at, at basically at least five thousand men, but it didn't count the women and the children. And then they had more left over. And so you know, I don't, I, mean, those are, I, I don't, I, I've always heard because this is recorded a couple of 
this is recorded at least twice in the scriptures. And I and I've always heard faith teachers and they'll say, um, look through the Bible, you'll see. When the disciples didn't get the lesson the first time, he fed he fed another multitude. So yeah, that's what he could get the lesson because he wanted them to know how to do this when he would when he would be gone from the earth. So he mm. taught them throughout his life uh, on earth. He taught them how to heal the sick. He taught them how to feed the hungry. He taught sure them did. how to raise the dead. He taught them how to do great miracles while he was on earth. So then when he was uh, taken from them, they just began to do what they knew how to do. And that is the truth. When you, just like your children, the Bible says, train them up in the way they should go. They'll remember it. They'll do it. And that is so it is. God, in the form of Jesus Christ, during his earthly ministry, he was training disciples. He was training men and women. He was training the people that were around him what to do, how to walk, how to pray. Uh, Lord, teach us how to pray. Here's how you pray. Lord, uh, how do how come we couldn't do this miracle? Here's why you couldn't do it. Uh, Lord, how shall we feed these when we have no food? Here's how you feed them. He was showing them what to do and how to do it and how to pray to God and how to trust when you didn't have when you didn't have evidence, how to sleep in the boat when the storm was raging. He showed them these things so that when he was removed from their presence, they could continue on in great faith and great signs and great miracles because he promised them greater uh -huh. works shall you do than what uh -huh. you see me. I don't want you to just do what I did. And let's be honest, what I did was pretty good, but I don't want you to do just what I did. I want you to take what I did and do better than what I, what you saw me do. And that is the, if, if you are not under a godly covering that dreams that for you, that desires that for you, that speaks that over you, then I say you either need to challenge that covering or find you a covering that does because every single one of us mm -hmm. if we are walking in the spirit and the love of God. We should want more for the next generation than what we have in ours. You want more for your kids than what you had. You want more for the next generation than what you have. So it is in the supernatural. I want to see them walking in greater gifts and greater mm -hmm. faith and greater mm -hmm. miracles uh, than what they seen me do. We want to get this thing to the next level. Let's elevate it. Let's go higher in Christ Jesus. And this is so important what you're saying, even as particularly in the world that we're seeing today when there's so much deception going on in the earth and so much, um, you know, trying to refute the word of God, trying to move God out the whole uh, of the system, you know, trying to make God to be uh, not as important or just take the way of the name of God. And that is actually happening today. And if we don't train the children up now, then we would have a generation like the Bible said that knew not the Lord. But if we concentrating on building and, and you know what, we only think about these gifts really operating in adults, but these children, having them trained as well and having them to understand what these giftings are, that they may function and operate and these gifts that that um, the gospel remember at the beginning that said the purpose of it is that the gospel gospel the kingdom of God be expanded, and so it's very important that we allow the children to know about these giftings and how they operate. You know, I hear uh, testimonies of how, and I know particularly two situations where kids 
five years old, seven years old, or, uh, you know, preteens, that they already speak in tongues. And I believe in this one situation is because it's been exercised in them, uh, in front of them so much that they also begin to start speaking in tongues. God begins to work through them. I had even over this past weekend, uh, she, she's about, what, 10 years old? And she's speaking in tongues. This is, I mean, this is the thing that we're supposed, like you said, pass down or make them aware that these are the giftings of God. Show them how to operate in it, exercising their gifts. Can you imagine, especially a child, you know, whenever a child, when they say, let, let the child pray for you. I, I, I definitely want the child to lay hands on me to pray. Because I believe that's that pure faith. That's that faith. When that, when that child lay his hands or her hands upon you, they're, they're praying to God. They believe that you would be healed. And so we have to do a better job in promoting these gifts and teaching these gifts and by the power of God and the Holy Spirit to activate these gifts in our local churches. And then it flows out into our communities. Amen. And if you're not already, we pray that you get hungry to know what it is that God has placed in you, that you might uh, see the manifestation of those godly spiritual gifts uh, working in and through you and blessing those who are around you. It is all, all to the glory of God, the father, all of it. Uh, this is not by power. This is not by might. This is not by your own earthly wisdom, not by your own earthly training, but this is, if you can do it by your own power, might, and authority, then you don't need, then that's not a spiritual gift. It's to empower you to do what you could mm -hmm. in no wise other, no way otherwise do without the power, the supernatural power of God. So we're going to pray that God revealed to you what it is that he has gifted you to do and that you have the courage and the faith to step out on the, on the water and to exercise those uh, gifts. You have to practice them. I mean, you got to practice. Yes. If you don't practice, listen, if you don't practice, you don't, you don't become proficient at these gifts. So there are going to be some times when, when you first start now, you probably going to mess up a little bit, but that's okay. You need that's to what he said. He said, that's right. People, and among those who have mercy and, and, and uh, compassion and that can help train you and not hurt you and wound you. And, and because you make a mistake, they're not going to uh, act as though you can never try to move in that gift again. You are, listen, even a doctor is, they go to school for 12, 14 years and they only get licensed to practice medicine. So they, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. believe it or not, they're the best we got, but they ain't even proficient at what they do. They are practicing. So don't you ever be, uh, don't you ever get that wrong. They are learning as they go. They are practicing and they have gone to school for a long time and we have great regard for them as we should. You too are going to uh, move in your gift and you're going to practice that gift and become proficient at that gift. And it's going to always be looking unto God who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Amen. Absolutely. We're, we're going to pray that God give you the uh, understanding of what it is he's 
placed in you and the faith and the courage to step out upon that and to begin to move in it uh, in every, every possible capacity. And, and whatever you see someone else doing in that same ministry gift, we want you to do exponentially greater than what you see. Absolutely, absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you because you are God and besides you, there is none other. We're grateful, Father, that we are co-laborers with you and through Christ Jesus, oh God, that Lord, that you have, Lord, placed the giftings in us already before we were even born. For you said, dear Father, the gifts and callings are without repentance, dear Father God. So you have placed it in us, God. And even as Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift that's within him, oh Father, the gift of prophecy, Father God. God, in the name of Jesus Christ and the other gifts, dear Father God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the same for those who are listening to this radio broadcast. Oh, Lord, that God, that we, oh God, uh, begin to exercise the gift. First of all, to seek your face, oh Father, as to the giftings that God, that you have given, dear Father, into each and every one of us, Father, in the name of Jesus, for your purpose and that you will be glorified and that your kingdom will be expanded in the earth, oh God. So Father, as they seek your face and as you reveal to them that God, not only to read about it, dear God, not only, dear Father, to, to hear about it or to teach about it, but Father, to activate it, dear Father, in their lives right now, lead and guide them. Father, I remember the time when uh, I, I, I wanted to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, and Father, I, I wanted to speak with, uh, uh, with other tongues, oh Lord. You I can remember circumstances where you guided me, Father, to, to allow me to know that this is you, this is true. And not only that, Father, but Lord, you gifted me with the spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, because I saw it, dear Father God. I saw the effects of it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And that it was on my communication with you when I couldn't express, oh God, my own feelings, Father. The Bible says that God, that the spirit of the Lord God prays, oh God, on my behalf, intercedes on, on intercede on my behalf with moanings and groanings that God that I knoweth not. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, just as I had experienced, dear Father, uh, that gifting God in the name of Jesus Christ, would you lead them, oh God, to people, God, lead them to pick up. Um, a uh, 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 reading of, of the Bible, the a magazine, dear Father God, that will confirm to them that you are leading them to this gift. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, if they're in a church that do not believe in spiritual giftings, Father, would you, Lord, lead them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to that church or to that person, dear Father God, that operates in those giftings, Father, in the name of Jesus. For there's a purpose in it, God. There is a purpose that we're not holding those gifts to ourselves, but Father, it's to bless others. There are counselors out there right now, God. They're using their gift in the world, God, and haven't thought about that this counseling gift is to be used in the body of Christ. You place that gift in them, God. And so right now, in the name 
name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you will activate them in them the spirit of wisdom, that when they begin to start ministering to those who are addicted to drugs, oh God, when they begin to start ministering to those who have mental issues, God, that the spirit of wisdom will fall upon them, God, and begin to, Lord, to reveal to them the root cause of this situation right here, right now, in the name of Jesus, and God, that they will... Uh, and cast out that enemy that have held that person captive and God that will draw this person to trust them to go even further in their deliverance. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing, even in this time and season, Father, that we find ourselves, dear Father God, in this world, Lord God, that your giftings will be manifested greatly through your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this topic. We know that God, that you sent us, dear Father God, to, 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 to talk upon or talk about the gifts that you have given unto, unto your people. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you, oh God, for what you're doing. And we know we'll see the manifestation of this teaching, of this broadcast in the lives of others. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Lord God, before I close, those, dear Father, that are sitting on their gifts right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stir it up in them, God. Oh, Lord God, cause them to move, dear Lord, where they were trying to ignore what they're hearing or sensing in their spirit. I need, just, yeah. little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. <laughs>